we're back because we could not get enough of what was in store in the Multiverse of Madness. From Doctor Strange being kind of on his own in this movie to America Chavez making an amazing and incredible type of uh, first appearance on film, along with all the batshit stuff that happened with Wanda, the Scarlet Witch, and even some other things that happened because we're going to dive into a lot of spoilers, so I'm keeping it a little bit secure right now. But something I don't want to keep loose is actually this incredible group of podcasters and guests and audience. It's going to be a great time on this episode. So if this is your first time listening to Earth 894. We are a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. So we're going to dive in and talk a lot about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. But before I do that, I have an incredible group that I want to introduce to you all today. Starting with the first person, you know him, you love him, and you don't want to see him when he's angry. But you do want to hear him when he's excited about his favorite three-clawed mutant. His name is Louis Tonnerini. Uh, we didn't get Wolverine. Not this time. What's up? You know, man, I'm sorry. How you doing, Louis? Good, good, very good. Well, I hope it's going to be a good time for you, Louis, because we have some other people I want to introduce you. Starting with his triumphant second return, he's up there making that second debut, that sequel, you know, just like Captain America the Winter Soldier, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Thor the Dark World, the best MCU sequel out of them all. We have the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Marvel's Minutes himself, Brian, making his triumphant return to Earth A94 to talk about everything Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. He's back! How's it going, Brian? It's going great. Thank you guys so much for having me back. Yeah, of course. You know, we've been planning this for so long. So. <laughs> 24 hours? Uh, yeah, who's, who's counting, right? In the, the grand scheme of the multiverse, it's uh, whatever Strange said. Glad to have you, Ben. How you been? I've been doing all right. You know, just getting uh, things together. And I've been looking forward to this episode. Yes. So we're going to have a good time. Because there's oh, a man, lot I want to so talk good. about. Oh, I know. Yeah, we've been DMing, so I know you've definitely got a lot to bring to the table today, so I'm more than excited to have you on. So with a fourth person coming on to our bit of uh, Illuminati for tonight, if we're going to be talking <laughs> about in theme, people in chairs thinking they're high and mighty and official and totally not prepared for what's in store. People in chairs. We have our first time we're having a listener on the show. And so this listener... We go way back, me and him personally, through some stories that might come up throughout the podcast today. But probably it is, yes. But his name is Brandon and he goes by Jabs. So welcome to the show, Jabs. Good, whatever to everyone in Earth 894. Hello, I'm very excited about this. I started listening to podcasts a couple of weeks ago or months ago. I don't know. It's been a while. Weeks ago? No, oh, hold on, hold on, months ago. On. I wasn't on board at the beginning because I didn't want to hear all the spoilers and like trailer stuff. And like, I was trying to avoid That's all fair. of that. So I started listening when I was like, okay, eh, you know, I'm kind of on board. And if you guys talk about stuff that I don't want to listen to, I kind of skip it to be honest. Exactly. There you go. But hello everybody. I'm jabs. Nice to meet y'all. And Mr. Marvel. Nice to meet you. Louie. Nice to meet you. Devin. Haven't seen you in a long time. Really nice to see you. Likewise, man. Good to have you. And thanks for hopping on tonight. I'm excited. Oh, man, it's exciting. So 
If this is your first time listening to Earth at 94, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your preferred podcast player of choice. We love it when you give us a review, especially when it's five stars or more, so that way we can expand our multiverse and uh, get that Earth 94 flair a little bit higher up on the charts. So go ahead and give us a review, like, share, and do all that fun stuff that you hear us talk about every week. So there's been a lot going on in the news from She-Hulk or as Mr. Marvel said, Shrek 5 is coming to a theater near, actually a home theater near you, as well as uh, something Wait, can crazy. We, can we pause on that? Is Shrek 5 a real thing? Uh, it, it will I, be in about uh, three months. Yeah. I have I have not I have not heard about it. I don't know anything about it. I'm sorry for interrupting you already. No, okay. I'm 30 seconds into this podcast. I'm like, wait, Shrek 5 is a real thing? <laughs> really? There's something about a remake. Is it Mike Myers? No, I have no idea. Okay, all right. I'll shut up now. He's just, he's just <laughs> okay. saying that She-Hulk looks like Shrek. Ah. Yeah, there's a meme I haven't of seen her the trailer. Like <laughs> yeah, she looks like Oh, ah, okay. With her Good green. Enough. I haven't Good seen enough. the trailer. But you guys can talk about it. I'll just try to zone you out. Oh, it's all good. So what I was trying to say is we're not really going to do too much news. Like I said, there's been a lot going on. But I will say, because this came out today from an article from Variety, it's official, guys. Daredevil, a new streaming series coming to Disney Plus soon. They're working on it. It's official. We're getting Matt Murdock back. It's going to be Charlie Cox, right? There's no way they wouldn't have, it him, especially after Spider Man. You betcha. It's going to be great. So I'm excited, and you know, more to come from that. So, what we do want to do here is a bit of a warm up before we start this roundtable. We're going to talk about our likes, dislikes, what worked, some theories, as well as uh, where does this really land in the MCU for all of us. Before we get to that, there's something we like to do here where Louie and I basically catch up with each other to talk more about what's been Marvel centric in our weekend. Did you read a comic book? Did you watch an episode of something? Has your son or daughter been playing with your favorite Marvel Funko Pop? And now it's damaged and worth virtually nothing. But you still love them. He doesn't touch my Funko Pops, fam. So to kick that off, we like to do something called... MCU for you. That is right. So just like you heard his beautiful pipes singing that track right there, I would like to turn it over to you first, Lou. What has been MCU for you? Oh, the other day you posted on the Earth894 Instagram story that the most watched Disney Plus Marvel show is Loki. And I just finished Mm -hmm. Loki for like the third time or whatever the other day. Because that show is awesome. Where did that rank? Was that number one for you for the streaming series? For the when shows? For the shows, yeah. yes. For the for the phase four, it was number two behind uh, No Way Home. Yeah. Oh, can I ask me. you can I ask can I ask you a question about how you feel about the finale of the Loki series? Mm-hmm. I thought it was good. Because it is just it is just he who oh man, I almost did a Dresden reference. I shouldn't do that. Um Oh my gosh, he who remains. He there who we go. remains, correct. It's just it's just him talking for like twenty minutes. Straight. And I loved every <laughs> second of it. <laughs> I I'm with you. Oh. I completely agree. Oh. But like some people are like, oh, it's just them talking, blah nope, blah blah. That's fine. Like, no, it's story. It's set up. It's, it's yeah. It's a story all about that. He says a conqueror, and I get, I get goosebumps every time. And, and it is very good. It has like you know impending chaos looming in the room because you know sylvie is just ready to strike and lose her shit 
Yeah. And you, you have no idea. This guy's wicked smart. He's probably crazy, but you have no idea what he can do if he did all of that. So, like, for me, I was like, heart's thumping. I'm basically stoked for season two. Um, I started. It's filming now. Not started, but I have a six of the Funko Pops. I have a boastful Loki on its way. It'll be here tomorrow. So <laughs> nice. I found that one on Facebook. It's going for like 45 bucks, but I found it for like 12, something like that. Mm-hmm. Couldn't pass it up. So I bought that. Now I need nice. uh regular Loki somehow president Loki mm-hmm. also somehow. And, uh, an alligator Loki, which is going for like $40 everywhere. And I'm not spending $40 on a Funko pop, not doing it. Not today. What about not. kid Loki? I have kid Loki. Yes, and uh, Hunt, oh Hunter B twelve, and the whole the whole gang is over there. Nice, yeah. So yeah, other than that, um, I, I finished Luke Cage the first season. I don't know if I said that last mm-hmm. week with Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, uh, TikTok is filled with multiverse of madness theories, and I just keep sending them to you and talking mad shit about the uh, the little kids singing that song. Everybody's like shitting on those kids and I'm just loving every TikTok I see. <laughs> so, yeah. That's been MCU awesome, for me. Man. Awesome. So, uh, over to you, Mr. Marvel. Minutes? Sorry, well, I keep forgetting I am, the minutes. You don't have to worry about the minutes. That's not important. <laughs> <laughs> the um, for MCU you. for me... I'm still hung up on Thor: Love and Thunder. Oh, as so for those of you, uh, maybe we'll share a clip of this later. But Brian, if you could do everyone uh, the pleasure of what is on your shirt that you are currently wearing? Yeah. So clearly, oh, hey, Thor: so Love and Thunder. thunder. He is I am ready. Are you talking? Are you talking just trailer? That's how hyped you are about. Oh, it? I am so hyped. I was more hyped for the minute and 23 second trailer than I was for <laughs> Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So he went to see the movie I, just so I could see the trailer. Do you mind if I interject for a second? I, we were talking a little bit earlier about how I've been avoiding trailers, right? And I knew for a fact that I would see the, the Thor Love and Thunder trailer with uh, Doctor Strange. So I plugged the ears, closed the eyes. So I just still like haven't Louis seen did. it. I yep, like so. I don't. I, I I know. I'm glad you liked it. I don't want to hear anything more about it. If I have to be, I'll be. I, I won't say anything but, about the trailer because I know Louis has yet to see I've it. I've seen the kid running, and then I go. That's it. I, in the I, theater, I, I, exactly. It's like oh no no no. Like a seven year old. It's Thor. But they have released How two pictures of scenes. Yes. Yes. And that has me incredibly stoked. I did see one of the pictures. It, it proves me right. Ooh, proves Ooh, me right. I think I know. I think I know what you're talking about because I listen to your dang episode. All right, <laughs> fair enough. Nice, 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 nice. Oh, actually, you know what? I think you're right. Yeah, I remember now. Ah, man, you're calling it with everything. Last time you were on our episode. Okay, we're gonna do something at the end of this episode. Because Brian seems to be the prophet here. He knows what's going on that he can predict. And he did some good predictions with Moon Knight with what they were talking about. Uh, originally, they were supposed to be, uh, they wanted to do um, uh, a Gore the God Butcher um, cameo at the end of 
Moon Knight, but it was too much for budget, yada, yada, yada. But you heard it first. Brian called it on our episode review of Moon Knight, whatever. Was it four or five? I think it was five. Um, No, I think it was four. Three and four. Three and four. Three and four. Yeah, so we call it halfway through. No, Brian called it halfway through. So we're going to do another segment where Brian does whatever he's on the podcast. He's got to do a prediction. We'll we'll create your own theme for it too. Lefesto. Confirmed. <laughs> Come on. Confirmed. How many times? How many times? We're getting Wolverine. We're getting him. <laughs> We're getting everyone, man. It's madness. Awesome, Brian. Anything else uh, going on with you? No, that's it. I'm just I'm so hyped. I, I am looking forward to uh Miss Marvel, no relation. But um, <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. <laughs> but I, I am looking forward to that. Um, I'm a little upset that they're not going to introduce the Terrigen Mist. Yeah, and that's okay. But it gives my guy Black Bolt another chance to shine. Well, I guess I'll just have to speak up to get his uh, part played. So we'll see how that goes. Awesome, man. Love to have you on the show again. Uh, so, Jabs, let's end it off with you. What's been MCU for you? My MCU for you? Well, obviously, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. I mean, it just came out a couple weeks ago. Honestly, the only thing else that's been going on is we have convinced friend of the show, uh, President Darren, to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Ooh. which he had never seen. He has never been a part of. He's never gone through it and and agents of shield is sort of divisive for a lot of reasons when uh-huh. you kind of talk about it in the mcu universe because <laughs> seasons one two and i think three i'm not sure are very much in canon right they're 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 following along with civil war they they hit on mm-hmm. ultron and then i think it kind of parts around season three i'm not sure yeah. And I keep telling I keep telling Darren, I'm like, you gotta stick with it. And cause it's it's hard to get through. But at the end of season two, there's something that happens. I don't know. I mean, it's like old, <laughs> so can I spoil it? I don't want to spoil it. So I at the end of fine. season two, a big thing happens that you you go, oh my gosh. <laughs> and I have and I have an item on our talking points about uh, mm. one or uh, multiverse of menace that ties in the agents of shield. So I like we it. sat down, we watched an episode. There's war. There's, there's Simmons. There's Fitz. There's Colson. I need to go back and watch agents of shield. If you haven't the first, Oh, Louie. No, I've been trying, Louis, man. I've been on. trying. Not even one second. The first, Oh my gosh, you guys. I've watched more they, Agent Carter than I have Agents of Shield. Really? Yeah. LMDs. Dude, they do LMDs. If you're not familiar with that in the Marvel Universe, it's life model decoys. They do it's it's incredible what they do. LMD was a reference in Avengers from Tony. Yes, it was. Yeah. And the <laughs> writing, the that's it's it's phenomenal. Louis, I'm going to do you a favor. I'm going to find you an episode where you should start. <laughs> and even if you don't know anything else about it, and I probably just spiked my mic, sorry. Um, even if you don't know anything about, about it, if you start at like this one episode and then go forward, you'd be like, holy crap. 
because I'm serious. It is the best writing in television. It's, it's not I've me you got to convince. It's, it's the wife. You know, when I watch television, <laughs> she's right there with me. You know, oh, fair enough. Fair Hannah, enough. Please. I'll, I'll still look. I'll. We're watching a lot of Food look. Network, so good luck. <laughs> Touche. That's a hard. I mean, maybe I can find like a Agents of Shield baking episode. Uh, they probably got some cooking. That, probably that, watch that it. probably didn't happen. That probably didn't happen. That's all I got for MCU for you. Well, I love that you uh, ended it on the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because I was actually just watching a little bit of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season three last night. What? I love it. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I'm so happy. Darren, if you're listening, I'm so glad you're watching it. We got to Let's bond. Next time I'm in Fort Wayne, let's let's watch. I had I had <laughs> to convince him to keep going because he's like, season two is kind of dragging. I'm like, stick with it to the end of season two. And trust me, the season finale of season two, you're going to go, holy crap. I have to know what happens. Season three breaks me every time. That finale was just so emotional. Um, And the season two, season three, season four, when they kind of sort of go to space. Yeah, that's where I I, that was was tough. You can you can stop there. Did you watch Brian? You can stop there because it gets rough. I did watch. I watched all the way through. And when they were in space, um, spoilers, I really thought that was going to be Star Lord. I was very, Ooh, yeah. very upset. Wait, wait, which which store? Uh, they thought, um, uh, what's their uh, their grandson? Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yep. How am I forgetting his name? But yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't never remember really any thought of that, about that. But... Yeah, he, yeah, they were talking. Man, I just how did I never make that connection that he was totally like Star Lord? Yep, uh, yeah, totally without like <laughs> being Star Lord without being Star Lord. Holy shit. Well, damn, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's it for mine. Yeah. Honestly, people have always told me like, oh, first season is so hard. I freaking love the first season. I will rewatch it over and over again just because of how it ties together with like uh, the Winter Soldier so well. Like that first season, I love. Um, The final season was actually much better than I anticipated. Um, I've only watched it once and I probably won't watch it again in a long time. but it was still great. But um, what are you going to say, Haynes? I, I was going to say, can I? Can, I mean, if I mean, we're on spoilers. You didn't throw out the spoiler warning thing, but this is Agents of Shield. Spoilers here. Is that a spoiler? I think I should just give us a spoiler. You kind of did. Cut spoiler that, alert! Cut spoiler <laughs> alert! Yeah, well now you know. Now you know. I'm sorry, Marvel. Whoops. <laughs> That's out. Thanks, Tom. It's Agents. It's Agents of Shield, though, which is like. I don't know, 10 years ago? It feels like 10 years ago. I have yeah. no idea. When they when they put, when <clears throat> I think it's Sky or Simmons writes Ward is Hydra on the freaking mirror, what are the best moments in television? It just spins around and says Ward is Hydra, and you're like, oh my gosh, Ward <laughs> is Hydra? And that, that just sets up the rest of the series. It's so, it's, so It's good. phenomenal, man. Um, yeah. And so what I was going to say about it too, is like, uh, I got to listen into it and she binged like the whole second season on her own. Uh, and I was kind of jealous. I was like, I wanted to watch it again. Um, but yeah, her and I cried every episode in the final season too. For, for, for Louie, I'm telling you, man, you gotta give it a chance or the wife does. Oh yeah. You gotta it's talk great. to the wife. She's seen, uh, she's seen every, every <laughs> show. 
not every Disney Plus show, every Netflix show, every uh, mm. every movie. We're all caught up all the way. She hasn't seen uh, Multiverse of Madness. But Agents of Shield is no. Yeah, we have. We just never, just never got into. It. I don't saving the best for last. Was that on? Was that a network television at the time? Yeah, it was on ABC. It was just never. Yeah. And then it moved over to Netflix yeah. and Hulu. You know, we watched Daredevil and Jessica Jones and Luke Cage, and we watched it all in order. We watched two seasons of Iron Fist and The Defenders. <laughs> we watched that. Why? Yeah. So, now, did you watch Inhumans? I've watched the first 10 minutes of Inhumans several <laughs> times, and I just <laughs> I just have no idea what Ramsey Bolton is going on about, and then... That's about the end of it for me. Get your time back and watch Agents of Shield. It's much better than humans. I've tried. Like I like no, the humans. Henry, my son, Henry's favorite. If I can find him, is Lockjaw down here because he's a dog, and Lockjaw's in Inhumans, and I'm just like, oh, you know, Lockjaw's Lockjaw. in Inhumans, so I'm gonna show him to you, and I'm just like, what is anything gonna happen in the show? And then I end up falling asleep or just not watching it. Yeah, Agents well, of Shield is so much better. I totally derailed us with my MCU for you. Sorry about that. Oh, it's okay. Uh, Happens. That was fun. Happens. Devin, bring it back around. Yeah, the last thing I was going to say is actually uh, one thing Alyssa and I always talked about. You know, if we have like a daughter one day um, as a name, we really want to name her Gemma. Or at least I've really been campaigning for it. Um, and Garden, my last name is Stone. So Gemma Stone. Gemma Stone. Short name could just be Gemstone. You're fired. Probably not as much, <laughs> but yeah. Like that. Yeah, but I that's a, I, that's how much I love that character. Uh Fitz and Simmons are like I ship them to the day I die. Uh Gemma is Cersei's name in Eternals. You know how much we love the Eternals. Oh yeah, man. We love the Eternals. Uh not Eternals, as much as we love Eternals is one of the best movies that's ever been released. And Minerva and uh Captain Marvel. We all oh, know how much yeah, we love Captain then, Marvel. <laughs> and what's his face? And what's her name? And Kumail Nanjiani, that's a whole nother discussion. Anyway. I did want to say, Louis, you was talking about, uh, before going to Doctor Strange, I promise, um, when you were talking about the, like, the top five list that I reposted and reshared, I really found it interesting that Moon Knight had already beaten out What If. What If didn't make that list at all. So that what, was the only five? series. Yeah, there's only there's only six out, right? Oh, you're talking about the like top five Marvel Netflix, uh, Disney Plus or series. Marvel Disney Plus. Okay, yeah. you're surprised that Moon Knight beat What If? Yeah, that's surprising. Just because you? What If has been out longer, and I thought a lot of people probably ramped up their feelings of it too, thinking yeah. it was going to have a heavy part in Doctor Strange, yeah. which not. No, nobody watched um, that again. <laughs> yeah, once was that. I thought it was interesting. <clears throat> Moon Knight was also, awesome. What If was not. So we people watched Moon Knight. I watched every I'll episode say, at least twice. <laughs> um, I was also say, thanks to the high success of Loki, it is now the reason why us and many other Marvel podcasters have to record Wednesday or Thursday night to get their stuff out by Friday or else you're stuck waiting all the way till Monday because no one really releases on the weekend. So thank you, Loki, for shifting all of our schedules painfully as a content creator. So we're looking forward to season two is what we're saying. Okay, let's do a transition here. 
so we, like I said at the top of the hour, we wanted to talk about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, basically round two, because there's still a lot to talk about this movie from theories, things we found out, is just more details that keeps kind of unveiling and uh, unraveling underneath all the ties we have here. So what we're going to do, treating this as a little bit of a roundtable, we're going to go around from what we liked, what we didn't like, and so forth down the list. Um, so what I want to start off saying is just kind of get a feel for how everyone in the room is feeling. So uh, let's start with uh, you, Brian. What was your general takeaway, or how were you feeling when you first saw the movie, right when those well, that second post credit scene ended? Yeah, when I first saw it, it was a great movie. Um, there really wasn't a lot I did not like about it. Uh, the second time around, it was very Evil Dead-ish. I caught on to a lot of things, but I mean, that's Sam Raimi. So that's going to happen. But overall, I enjoyed it. It was a good filler movie. Gave me some closure on some things. How about you, Jebs? It was, it, I, I kind of have mixed feelings on it. Like, Mr. Marvel hit it exactly right. It, it, it was very Sam Raimi-ish. I kind of walked out of there. What I think has been the issue is that they did Endgame and Infinity War. Two gigantic, huge, incredibly important movies. And I was trying to look up. I didn't have a chance. I missed that. Sorry. The movies that have come out after that. But like there was, there was, Louis going to love this. There was Morbius. Oof. Available uh, now on digital release. <laughs> uh, no Way Home is probably the biggest like follow up to those gigantic movies. But you had Eternals after that. What was there any Shang Chi? Shang Chi, which was awesome. Black Widow, terrible or not great. I'm not going to say terrible, but not great. But I think that that's sort of the problem is that any of these Marvel movies that come out after Endgame or Infinity War are trying to live up to the level of those game of those movies. And Multiverse of Venice does not do that. It doesn't. So I walked out of there. I almost texted you and said eight out of 10. And then I kind of went seven to seven and a half out of 10. It kind of came down for me. Mm -hmm. So those are, those are my initial thoughts. Awesome. How about you, Lou? I thought it was good as fuck. <laughs> let's just let's just get that out of the way. I agree with with you, uh, Mr. Marvel. You said you thought it was really good on your first viewing. I wa- I was like, that was re- like that was really good. I thought it was way better than the first Doctor Strange movie. And um, personally, you know, I, my uh, my little baby for Earth eight nine four is my my TikTok uh, multi multiverse of March madness tournament. So I was just so excited that now Thanos has another, uh, has another thing coming next year for the villain side. Now that Wanda's over there, I think he's, she's going to give him a run for his money. But I thought like the visuals on any doctor strange are going to be outstanding. So I thought the visuals were all really cool. Uh, the story was pretty good. Um, when we get into it a little bit later, I'll, I'll give you my gripes that I've talked about in the past. Um, but I thought the story was good. I, I, you know, I didn't go in expecting Deadpool and Wolverine and 
freaking Jessica Alba and in, in everybody else, you know, there was Jessica a few people. I, I, well, from the first Wait. fantastic four movie <laughs> back in 2000. Okay. I was like, Wait, one, was a whenever that came out, no, I, I people were, that? people were expecting so much and I wasn't going in there just expecting everything. You're right. So I, I really, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think Benedict Cumberbatch was good. I think I thought Wong was going to die. That didn't happen. Um, I've been so pissed that that happened. I'm just going to say that right I, now. He fell off the cliff and I was like, there it is. No more Wong. I was, yeah, yeah, I was. His girlfriend was died. Wong. Yeah, Sarah died. Tear. I mm-hmm. didn't know that was his girlfriend. Uh, like Loki Go- said. Yes, sad. Anyways. <laughs> Very sad. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. At one point, I keep saying this. At one point, they put like an ocean inside of a coffee cup. And I was like, how did he do that? That is so <laughs> cool. Like, like, I don't understand how to do stuff. So I was just like, they put an ocean in a coffee cup. It was a really uh, cool shot. I did like yeah, it a lot. A lot of people thought it was campy or, or silly with the uh, with the music note fight. I thought that was like a different entertaining. So I, I really did enjoy it. Like when I walked out of there, I was like, Devin, you know me better than anybody. I just, every time we walk, walk out of a movie theater, I'm like nine solid nine, every movie venom versus carnage nine. Was it really a nine? Absolutely not. But when we go watch movies, Morbius, 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 I gave like a seven, six and a half. So, but anyway, you know, I know Louie didn't like a movie if he gave it a seven. My pretty little stinky pinky. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Awesome, man. That was actually one thing I forgot to bring up in MCU for you. So, my band uh, at Wolf Road, uh, we tried to do a Doctor Strange TikTok. Uh, I'll put the link to it. Uh, in this episode for the week. Uh, but basically, I had this uh, wacky brain idea, which it's hilarious. You guys should check it out. No bias. Um, we did the version of the music fight in a TikTok form with our guitarist, Jeff. Um, no, he, you did not. He put a piece of did black electrical really? tape on his chin like a actual, like, um, like a goatee. And he keeps playing guitar. So we have, it's, it's really funny. It's really funny. You should go I, check it out. I am not on TikTok. So I'll, I'll send it to on. you. Put it on the Instagram or send it to uh, elsewhere. I'll post it in our uh, official Discord for Earth 8940. Ooh, if you want to join, go, go into the show notes I'm, or go to our website. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, literally, it's basically the whole premise is Doctor Strange fighting inside there. It's like guitarist, like guitar battling, just did it internet. And then meanwhile, it's me outside as Christine going like, what the fuck is going on in that there? That sounds brilliant. <laughs> so that was a TikTok. So go show it some love. Make it go viral um, or something. Um, it's got nine likes. Say. What do you mean? Woo! So I'm giving it a ten. Um, so yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Louie, I'm sorry if I cut you off. If there's more to what you were saying. Oh, you're good, man. Go ahead. Cool. The only thing I was going to add, really, just like you said, uh, Jabs was the same thing. Um, I s- walked out of the first screening, eight out of ten. Uh, walked out of the second time. I'll be honest, I was a little less like captured, and I gave it a seven out of ten. Um, not to say it's bad or anything, but it just kind of went down for me. You normally post stuff on your like Snapchat about how you feel about movies. And I, I look forward to that. Thank you. And, and you, you kind of posted on your Instagram about our Snapchat about how you feel about movies. And I was like, 
I feel like Devin's going to put this at about an eight because I put it at about an eight. Yeah. And then he went and saw it again. So, Mr. Marvel, you've seen it twice. Louis once. Oh, Mr. Three Marvel times. has seen it three times. Ooh. Okay, pause. Pause. <laughs> I We need to actually, I'm curious about this. So, I'm kind of curious how your how your steps went through seeing it three times. Like what changed, what you thought was better, what you thought was worse. Yeah, um, that's a tough one because <laughs> it just kind of got worse and worse. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's go into that. Um, let's, uh, but, let's transition to that. Uh, but I, I, I do really want to see it in 3D. Um, so I yeah. want to make it number four. And I, I think there I'm going to pick up on a few things I missed out. But I mean, going into the second time, it was all about notes. It was, I stopped watching the characters and I was watching the background and every little small detail. That's how I was too my second time. I just got a seat in IMAX way off the side under a little tray and everything so I could take notes. And that's primarily what I was doing. And I felt like I really wasn't missing that much, even though when I was trying to pay more attention, I felt like it was easier to kind of catch little Easter eggs versus when like, when I watched No Way Home, like, there was hundreds of Easter eggs in that movie and you could still probably find little key little details, which I didn't feel was not like was uh, I didn't feel like it was present or as prevalent in Multiverse of Madness. And I partially think that's just because of Raimi's style um, because he doesn't want to overload it just for fan service. He wants to tell the good story and do it right, but still having little nods, however, which is part of my criticism is I like I, when you said, Brian, it felt a little too evil daddy. It hundred percent did. I did not need mm-hmm. numerous Evil Dead references in this for Raimi. <laughs> it was every scene there was yeah. one. But if you don't know them, you don't know them. But if you know them, I feel like it made it hard, like hard for me to, like, all right, I get it. But like, I've never seen Evil Dead. Oh, that's you. You should. It's it's campy <laughs> as heck. Well, <laughs> it's old school campy horror. And Sam Raimi yeah. has directed a whole bunch of movies, and like. I think we're kind of like segueing into dislikes a little bit, but like, so you saw Mr. Marvel, you saw it regular and then regular and then IMAX or regular, regular, regular. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And then do you, you want to go do 3d? I really want to do 3d and I don't do 3d movies at all. The last 3d movie I saw was dark Knight. Wow. I'm curious why you would 2008 be interested no, actually, I kind of get it. Okay, Devin, then you did regular. I saw it in, well, Louie and I saw it in Dolby, and then I saw it in IMAX, uh-huh. and I want to see it in IMAX 3D because I feel like there's some cool stuff that it probably shows up just because it's. And then, and then Louie, you just did regular. Just Dolby with Devin. Okay. Which is just and I did regular, regular but with better sound. Yeah, it's but better like, than IMAX. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think the presentation should make a movie at all. I think the content of the movie should make it all. So if if I'm gonna talk about dislikes, I'm gonna I'm gonna I, I have a I, I got a list of talking points. So I'm like, hey, if this is a dislike, mm-hmm. where's vision? Yes. You guys kind of talked about this in, in in the episode with Mike, but where is vision? I and I'm kind of kind of gonna sag a little bit into WandaVision. But WandaVision's canon, right? It's part of the story. Correct. It's part of the continuing story. So, I mean, I guess you you throw out spoilers at the beginning, but 
white vision becomes a thing and then he flies off right Mm -hmm. and then he's gone forever like where is he it's it's it bothers me in this movie um for for other dislikes they kind of they took the ending of wandavision where she kind of comes out and she's like oh yeah maybe this was a terrible idea right but then she gets the dark hold which that's another talking point and and she becomes corrupted or evil or whatever but still don't you guys think that vision should have come back because he loves her or something i have my own thought on it but i'm curious louis you're shaking your head no so what now what do you think so i have a whole thing about kind of what you were saying um if vision didn't fit in then he didn't fit in uh white vision was not vision that loved wanda he was a different vision you know so and you know if he come back and she sees him and you know now she's having second thoughts or he talks her down then now your whole movie's destroyed because now the the biggest evil that you got is uh oh okay cool i've calmed down so that's one thing um the the ship of theseus wanda (laughs) so one thing that i've talked about i did a, a little short podcast by myself uh a long time ago is for the people that don't watch the disney plus shows you know we're all super fans so we watch as much as we can so it doesn't make enough sense, but like some people don't watch the Disney plus shows, you know, they're just not interested. They don't have the time, yada, yada, yada. They're just, they're, they're missing out on stuff in the movies, but also the movies have to make it make sense for the people that haven't seen the Disney plus shows. So I was watching a review on uh, YouTube. I don't remember who it was, but he was talking about like, so now nobody's winning. You know, we spent all this time on WandaVision and you finally get into this character, but then they have to dumb it down, not dumb it down, but you know what I'm saying? They have to, they have to bring it down a little bit for the people that didn't watch WandaVision, but also they have to bring it up a little bit for the people that did watch WandaVision. So then the people that didn't watch it are confused and the people that didn't, that did watch it are like, this is not how this should have gone. And it it gets a little confusing like that with, uh, with the shows it's I said it when uh when in in Black Widow when uh Contessa Allegra Valentina de Fontaine uh came up to uh, Yelena at the end and my buddy texted me who is that I said how it was in Falcon and Winter Soldier watch the damn shows don't don't ask me questions if you don't know what's going on but but um so it's just a whole thing like you gotta you gotta make it available to the people that haven't watched the shows, but you also have to make it make sense to the people that did watch the shows. And I feel like they failed just a smidge with this movie, but uh, that is one thing I wanted to get off my chest. You've you've got a great point, Louie. But I think Marvel is absolutely positively spinning into this connected universe. Where they're, and maybe it's marketing, I don't know, where they're trying to get everybody to watch 
I mean, everything, right? Like, we want you to watch this so that we make money. That's, I mean, it's ultimately, right? So they want people to watch WandaVision. But ultimately, WandaVision ended with Wanda kind of learning her lesson, right? Like, she learned a lesson. She's like, I shouldn't do this. But then the Dark Hole gets a hold of her. And maybe that's why she goes crazy? I don't know. Yeah, that's something I feel like is a little weird. Just because I'm in the camp where I really feel like, and, it, and I reported last time, Raimi didn't watch WandaVision. Um, or at least not all of it. Absolutely so, not. 100%. Which I get. Like, he's a busy guy. A lot of these directors really don't. They have teams who give them no, talking points. No. That's part of the team. Watch the damn show if you're going to direct a movie. Come on. And that's still my point. It's not like... You have to study to pass the test, right? You can guess. You can still pass, but are you really going to ex- like exceed and excel? My issue is just because the exact point you brought up, Jabs, was that when the end of WandaVision occurs, Wanda flies away saying, like, I made a mistake. I like I hurt these people. I made a bad thing. However, Darkhold, we know, especially with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., it fucks you up, man. You're not supposed to reading it. It completely takes you over, hence that end credit scene. So that's why I can kind of give some leeway to it being, okay, she's bad shit crazy now because of it but i still think that it was too much of a here we made you go through this entire series of this woman's grief and just struggle depression and challenges of what happens to her and she's now trying to make amends and just understand this power that she now has but you're like okay now she's just crazy now she's just gonna evil and she just wants her kids like it, it just it didn't feel like it had good connective tissue in between those two things so one of my biggest problems or not not problems or issues is that I we and it's kind of why I brought up brought it up in MCU for you was Agents of Shield has a dark hold. They they covered the dark hold and the dark hold in the in the uh in Agents of Shield is terrifying. In this it's a MacGuffin. It's a giant freaking MacGuffin. And yeah. So is the Book of Ashanti for sure. Well, I yeah, I wrote that down. That's I, I wrote down the three MacGuffins in in this movie are the Book of Ashanti, the Darkhold, and America Chavez herself. There are three MacGuffins in this movie. I'm like, dang. But I had a like just as someone who has watched all this stuff. And seeing the stuff happen with the Darkhold, to see the Darkhold get destroyed as easily as it was, bothered me. It bothered me. And they're like, oh no, that wasn't Darkhold. It's over here. Like, what? No. And she destroyed it in all the universes. I have a problem with that. Yeah. Yeah. Brian, how do you feel about that? tripping, man. (laughs) I mean, it was definitely, uh, it was weird. But, uh, you know, like we talked about, it's basically the the Necronomicon. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. But with the Scarlet Witch having seven more MCU appearances, you're going to get white vision eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why I'm okay Se- with it. Seven? What do you mean by... Hang on. What do you mean by seven more? Um, you're going to have her in House of um, no, Harkness. She got... She got... She got... She got... She got... Merch. She's dead. 
I'm kidding. Spoilers. I'm kidding. She's super not done. She's super not But done. yeah, you'll have her there. Uh, I Am Groot, Secret Invasion, three <laughs> solos, and then the start of the next Avengers. <laughs> so she obviously becomes good oh, again. Man, I love it. She got it. Write that down right here. Go. I said that's it. That's a theory. That's a prediction. That's, that's a, a theory. Ah, well, they gotta get it will happen. I Am Groot. do that. If she shows up in I Am Groot. Really I, I Am Groot? Yep, she's going to be an I Am Groot. <laughs> no! If, okay. If she actually... Sh- Wait, Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special? <laughs> no, I Am Groot. No? Maybe? No. Come on, Mr. Marvel. No, no I, I won't go that far. Okay. Watch it be in actually the Christmas special, but not I Am Groot, <laughs> out of all things. <laughs> Can I do a Japs? Can I do a Jap prediction? She shows up in the Christmas special. There you special. go. We'll see uh, who gets it. Um, for the trophy this year. Um, one thing I did want to bring up, though, on the fact of the vision talk before we kind of transition here. Um, my biggest grievance with WandaVision and Vision, basically, I'm okay with him not showing up because I think it would deter too much and almost feel like uh, Deus Ex Machina, literally, if he were to show up and try and like talk her off a cliff, literally. Um, what I don't like, or at least I'm having trouble reconciling, Every universe she looked in, not a single reference to Vision. The literal only Vision reference is just when she says, uh, like, what do you know about the multiverse? Well, Viz had his Viz theories. Viz had his theories. Exactly. And that's it. That's it. So that's okay. But, like, how does she have kids in every single universe? Has she created them every single time? Was Vision, like... I, I just have a lot of stuff, and this is where it gets a little fishy with all the multiverse stuff because you can do whatever you want, which is fine. But if you're saying in every single universe that she looks into, she has kids as a single mom, then wh- like, how do we know that she didn't continue using that spell in Westview and all those towns? Was it? Was it? Every just universe? about every one, you don't see a single I mean, photo of Vision. Right? All the photos that she has, like the house and stuff, especially in eight three eight, you only see her and Billy and Tommy. You don't see any father figure at all. So that's why it's just like, well, what if she? So she's a mutant. Well, then, it, that's why I'm a little. I'm, I'm just. I don't know what to really make of it yet. It might be a little too soon to tell. But that was something that kind of bothered me on first and second viewing, especially is just like, like that was that was a huge part of Wandavision. So that's why like. Who the dad? Do I have to call yeah, out Maury? T- I swear to God, I'll fucking call Maury onto this podcast. Find out who's the father. <laughs> to me, that I mean, you're right though, and and maybe it is that Raimi didn't see WandaVision, but it discounts and it it marginalizes everything that happened in WandaVision, and that kind of disappoints me because, like you guys, I I consume, I eat, I watch everything freaking Marvel because I love it. So they took this big story where Wanda starts out kind of awful, and at the end she's like, "Oh yeah, maybe thinking this was terrible." And then thirty seconds later, she's like, "Oh, I could be a whole lot worse." And I do love that part of it. Yeah, exactly. But I do love that part of it, and I, I kind of want to ask Mister Rubble how he thinks about this. But like in the comics, Scarlet Witch is basically a total ridiculous badass so like it's do you think that's what they're trying to do in the movies is to turn her into that where she's sort of 
good, but she's sort of bad, and she's sort of an anti-hero, but she's not. I'm curious what you think about that. I'm going to save that one until we get to the Easter eggs. So we'll get there. Yeah, We'll get there in a second. Um, so one thing I want to do, because we kind of just ramble on what we don't like and here and there, uh, but that's not to take away that we still did enjoy the movie for the most part. Um, it's not, you know, bad. So what is, uh, I want to kind of go around here. We'll start with you, Lou, first. What are some of your favorite moments from this movie? Anyone who listens to the show or knows me at all knows that I am a huge fan of Haley Atwell. I love her. <laughs> I love her. Do you love she's her to pieces? Very act- I, she's been very active on uh, on Instagram today because of that Tom Cruise movie that looks really good coming out, uh, Maverick. Uh, gone baby is she a maverick i don't think so i looked it up couldn't find her but anyways she's on instagram all day and i love every second of it i love her so i mean i knew she was going to be in it i didn't watch the trailers i didn't i mean i watched the one trailer but i didn't watch the uh the further trailers i don't know if she was in any of them but i saw she was at the premiere so i just assumed that she was going to be in it Mm -hmm. um when she said I can do this all day, my hair stood up and then she died immediately. But like goosebumps, that is like goosebumps. Yeah, that is beyond the point. All day. So I like I assume we're going to have a whole Illuminati section because that was kind of a huge deal. But I love I love her. I love her. I love her. Um, also, uh, Rachel McAdams as Christine Palmer. Also love her. She's, she was good. Um, sad to see that, uh, he's not going to get her, you know, he, they had that whole, what if episode that I fell asleep during every time, but she died every single time. He's like, I'm not even going to pick her up house fire. I was like, this guy, this guy. (laughs) So, um, I really enjoyed seeing her again. Cap captain Carter. She was awesome. Awesome. So let's kick it over to you, uh, Brian. What are some of your favorite moments? Well, as much as Louie loves Haley Atwell, I love some Anson Mount. And that was incredible. For the minute and a half we saw him, that's all I needed. Wow. And that was amazing. <laughs> Between that and the end credit scene, I was content. Now, which end credit scene? Just to make sure. The uh, not uh, Pizza <laughs> Papa, but... Seeing Clea for the first time on the big screen, that was intense. And I called that back in my first Ooh. episode of Mr. Go Marvel's back. This guy is from day one. He's yep. been calling it. From now, day one. Now, that didn't leak at all, did it? Or at least I don't feel like I even saw any no. of that. That was probably the big surprise for me. I was like, whoa. First off, Charlie's there. And I was like, what? And then I had to look up and I was like, what? And then I saw that Dormammu type of background. I was like, what? And then Pizza Papa, and I was like, I fucking called it. <laughs> it was incredible. Nice. For 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 that, hold up. I'm curious. Do you guys know who Clea is? I do not yeah, know much uh, of the I comics, do. but I know a little bit. Mr. Mr. Marvel does, apparently. Could you enlighten us for I a second? can, so. Because that, that, sorry, pause, my, my bad. That post-credit scene made no sense to me. I was just like, somebody shows up. A, a lot of people confused her for Psylocke when uh, 
me and my girlfriend saw it for the first time. <laughs> I had to uh, correct a couple Psylocke? people. <laughs> well, just with that little sword and the purple outfit, uh, it, it made sense if you're looking from the other side. But Clea is from the Dark Dimension. She is the niece of Dormammu. So her mom was Dormammu's sister. Um, there was a comic book. I can't remember the number, but uh, Doctor Strange went to the Dark Dimension. Clea kind of saw him from this, just call it, you know, spying on him from the bushes, got infatuated with him and basically stalked him forever until up until there was a time where she saved his life. Um, eventually, she becomes a disciple of Doctor Strange, then becomes a sorceress, a love interest, and they get married. And that's what I want to see happen. Hey, hey, hey. And maybe that's why. So it's kind of it's kind of a whole thing. It's a whole thing. And they have confirmed that the next time we see Doctor Strange, we will see Clea. And they will be I a mean, love. We kind of have to. Oh yeah, we kind of have to at this. Yeah. Point. Now that Christine Palmer's spoken for, you need somebody to be with uh, Stephen Strange. So, yeah. Does doesn't she become the Sorcerer Supreme at, at one point in the comic books? In the Dark Dimension, she does. Mm. Or I guess of the Dark Dimension. I could see a really good joke there where she is like already the Sorceress Supreme in the Dark Dimension, and then Wong is still, and then like. Oh, fellow uh, Supreme. And then it's like a strange, like, bow to us. Uh, one of my favorite moments, I will say, in this movie, of course, is that music fight. I love it. I still think it's badass. Um, that was probably like my favorite thing. I was looking forward to seeing it a second time. So if I could see it in 3D, if you see it, Brian, before I can in uh, 3D, I'd love to hear your thoughts on how that turns oh, it would out. Be if incredible. It, is it good? Jabs, what is your favorite moment or moments? Wong. I don't know if you guys talked about Wong, but Wong has become such a gigantic part of the MCU over the past couple movies. He was like a passable character. And then, I mean, he shows up in, was it No Way Home where he's fighting? Oh, uh, that's Shang-Chi. Am I, am I Shang -Chi. messing Shang-Chi. Thank you. Thank you. He shows up there. He shows up there. He shows up there. He's showing up in She-Hulk. I think. I don't know. But Wong is MVP, dude. Wong gets such a, not a bad rap, but like people don't understand why he's so dang awesome. All right, moving on. Wong. That's all. Wong. Yeah. There. Do you guys watch, uh, have you guys ever watched the How It Should Have Ended? Oh, I've seen a few of them. YouTubes. So he, he had one with like, in Endgame, and he just goes, Wong! Yeah. <laughs> and it's every time that Wong shows up, I'm like, Wong! Yeah! Wong is MVP. I He's awesome. The music no fight. You guys talked about that a little bit, but that was, to me, as a music guy, as somebody who loves music, who adores music, who has four tattoos on his body because of music, that music no fight was just directorially the way it looked the way it flowed does it make sense not really but like strange is taking from his environment what he can use i guess i don't know i don't care i loved how it looked on screen i loved how it was directed i love how it flowed i love the score behind it i loved everything about that scene 
Uh, Bennett Kumbrock playing four, five different roles? Zombie, evil, regular... Ponytail. Uh, uh, shoot, I'm not... Defender? Uh, <laughs> sure. He was awesome. He was so good. Man, I keep smiling at my... Sorry. Uh, those other versions of him were just awesome. They were great. And I think that's... <laughs> well, it definitely sounds you definitely had a lot to pull from this movie that made you very overjoyed. And I'm glad you shared it with us. So one thing I do want to talk about, of course, is actually the Illuminati. We finally speculated it as soon as we heard that first trailer and the voice saying we should tell them the truth. Well, the truth has been told, and it's up to us to decide if uh, how I feel about it. Do we accept it? Do we deny it? Where are we at? So with the Illuminati, we saw the characters actually going on there, uh, range from um, Captain Marvel, a different type, as well as uh, Mordo as a Sorcerer Supreme. We found out 838 Strange had to be killed by the actual Illuminati, featuring Patrick Stewart returning as uh, <clears throat> Professor X and the like, as well as, man, who else am I forgetting? Black Bolt, John Krasinski as uh, Reed Richards, and finally, um, uh, Agent Carter. It's it's wild. Now, Captain. Captain Carter, thank you. See, I'm Captain so, Carter. So many names. Thanks, Marvel. Thanks, Feige. So with the Illuminati that we finally saw presented, and this is something I think I talked about last week where I felt it was a little overhyped, kind of like with Mephisto and just going crazy with theories that, I was like, okay. I was a little lukewarm on it, so I'm sort of curious. To start with, uh, with uh, you, Jabs, how do you feel about uh, the Illuminati that was presented in Multiverse Madness? All right. So I had like talking points. I have I have four of them. So I'm gonna hit. I said the Krasinski and Professor X of it all. So as we run through the Illuminati and they're showing everybody, I'm kind of like, I don't know who that is. Oh, that's Blackpool. Okay. And then there's Captain Marvel. Great. And then Krasinski comes in and I lost my crap. It was awesome because that's been rumored. It's been talked about. They've been, they, they pitched it. It showed up on multiple sites. Everybody's like, we want Krasinski as Reed Richards. Right. So when he walks in, I clapped. I mean, I absolutely clapped. That moment made me go nuts so but like i think the problem with that scene is i go nuts they they wheel in the the comic ver comic sorry comic book version of professor x in the uh yellow giant wheelchair yes and I'm curious, Devin, or or any of you that saw it twice, did did either of you catch the music sting? I heard it the second time because I was aware of it. The first time I was, I think people were like too like applauding and too a little too loud that it drowned out the tone. Um, but I know it's it's a little bit of a needle drop of the the '90s X Men theme. I did not catch it. The da 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 that one. Yeah, I. I didn't catch it, but there were two things that I had a problem with. One, it was spoiled by the trailer Two, the yellow wheelchair looks ridiculous in real life. In the comics, it looks fine in real life. It looks silly. That's, 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 that's what I got for that. 
But I had a question for you guys, and this is actually an honest to God uh, question. Do you think the Marvel movies and what we're doing, is it, have we reached too much fan service? Because like Krasinski and everybody talking about Krasinski being Reed Richards. So here it is. Here's Xavier as Professor X again. I felt, I felt it was too much fan service. So I'm curious what you guys think about that. Brian, what do you think? I mean, I think they were spot on with both of them. And, you know, you might be right there about fan service where Krasinski, Krasinski, Krasinski. Everyone wanted to see him as Reed Richards and it happened. But I feel like everybody wanted to see him as Reed Richards because it was going to happen and that was leaked. So then it just drove the fans wanting it more and more and more, making it real. But it's just like with what we should have had Superior Iron Man, that never yes. happened. And that would have been amazing. That's, yes, 100%. Luke, what do you think? The Tom Cruise, the Tom yeah. Cruise mm-hmm. thing. Because he was supposed to be Iron Man originally. He was too much that got, Yep. <laughs> I think he's too short. <laughs> Louis, what are your so, thoughts on so it? So the, the fan service is a is a it's definitely a thing um no way home was spider-man fan service way home basically but i don't think that they were wrong in casting anybody that they cast i think john krasinski is going to be a a a great reed richards i think i don't i can't think of anybody other than um i was gonna say james mcavoy which was wrong his name, uh, Patrick Stewart. I can't think to play that version of Professor X. If they would have just brought in some some bald asshole, everyone would have been like, "Who is this? Get this guy off of my screen immediately!" Here comes just, Howie uh, Mandel as Professor X. Yeah, yeah. If Howie Mandel rolled out. Do you want everyone would have booed? But that would have been hilarious. They, they are going to have to recast him at some point. Patrick Stewart is getting. Really old. Yeah, but... Well, I think I can piggyback off of Louis' thought, though, because two things. So, the first, everyone has been wanting, now that the Marvel, like, cinematic universe is actually good, it's not associated with Fox. It's not associated with, like, all that stuff (laughs) prior. It's actually good. Are you saying Fox wasn't good? So, New Mutants, let's talk about (laughs) that. Let's actually not. (laughs) Um, I mean, so the thing is, like, we all, everyone knows, even if the X-Men movies were, like, hit or miss for some components, like, things that were ubiquitous was Patrick Stewart in it. He was fantastic. So, of course, they want to at least see him as, like, from the fans I'm speaking, wanted to see him get his due in the actual good Marvel. Um, so I think it's okay that it came out. Granted, I, I agree, it didn't need to be the X-Men. That was a little too much. Um, having him actually there to at least you know, hey, it's Professor X, but then you kill him, then okay, well, you got it because he's got to die. But this is where I have the hang up and I will disagree a little bit because of John Krasinski. Yes, we've seen it with him and his wife, Emily Blunt, actually being Sue Storm is what power couple to the max, whatever. But the latest news report that came out this week or maybe it was late last week was actually Daniel Craig was who they originally wanted to be Reed Richards for this movie, but canceled due to COVID and other restrictions. So I have a feeling that originally they do want to actually have Krasinski as Reed in 
which would have been John Watts's take on Fantastic Four before he jumped over to Star Wars, actually. Um, but had to figure out, well, who else can we do? So before that news came out, I was like, all right, they gave us John Krasinski, but I had, to, I had no confidence in him actually returning as uh, Reed in the actual Fantastic Four installment. But because of Daniel Craig, originally that's what they wanted, but had to shift due to COVID. And this movie had a lot of shifts and deleted scenes and everything because of COVID and reshoots. Um, right. I think it actually is more plausible that he will be our actual Reed Richards um, because just looking at him, it looked too flushed out right away. And it just, it looked good. It has so to So I happen. think he is going right? to be it. It has yeah. to happen. But I, I think it would have been better, honestly, if they played it off and saved that until whenever they plan on releasing the movie, maybe two years from now, Agreed. Because you would have been like, we're going to see him, we're going to see him. We don't see him. But then it matters because we see what happens to this version of Reed getting turned into pull and peel Twizzlers or spaghetti, whatever you want to look at him. But then you realize that guy's gone. But now we actually get the true Reed Richards for 616, which is Krasinski. So that's why I've, I've, I'm a little mixed and I don't I want to I don't want to give Marvel too much discredit on the fan service piece just because of that key news point. Um they came out with the Craig and everything. But aside from that, I 100% agree. I'm still kind of shitty that there was no superior Iron Man. I think it should have happened, which is two things I want to ask you guys. First, that empty seat that we see, I feel like it's pretty obvious, but the empty seat on there probably re- was uh, was strangers before they killed him. On the, on the Illuminati? Yeah. Like it wasn't someone missing, just happened to not go in, like called in sick. Like that could have been Iron Man, but he called in sick, <laughs> right? I think that was strange to see, but they killed him, so he's gone. Um, because there's no other heroes that they show when they do that, like the Thanos flashback. Um, do you guys agree? Do you guys disagree? What do you feel about that empty seat? I agree with you. Yeah. I mean, it's it's very plausible. I don't think anybody was missing. Mm-hmm. However, there are people missing, but we'll get to that. Yeah, the only person who actually survived was Mordo because he got stuck yeah. in a freaking ditch or a little like, and I'm ser- I'm sorry, that is one of the things I have one of the biggest problems with. Literally, Mordo just gets stuck there and then he he can't jump up. He's a sorcerer. He can fight. He can he can't get out of that little divot between like their you know raised staging area, whatever. I, I don't know. I thought that was kind of stupid. Like, oh, I'm stuck. I guess I'm just gonna die. Like, whatever. Um, sounds dumb. It's not exactly. Thanks, Casey. Um, my other question here is because of the Illuminati's presence in eight, three, eight, do you guys think there's no Avengers in this universe or that universe? I should say. Yes. Absolutely. You're saying no Avengers in that, in that. I, I, I don't think the Avengers exist in that universe. I think that, that Profex black Bolt. Captain Marvel, Captain uh, Britain, right? Captain Carter. Yes. Captain Carter. Thank you. Uh, And Reed Richards. But so does the Fantastic Four exist in that universe? Well, they have the four. Yes. Or is it just Reed? He's got a big four on his chest. It'd be weird to wear a four and not, and just be one guy. So I guess the Fantastic Four exist, but the Avengers don't. So every- the X Men exist, but the Avengers. So literally don't. everything that doesn't exist the, in current MCU the Inhumans exists. Exist. In well, like Captain Carter wouldn't be an Avenger. 
Would she? She'd be the first really? Avenger. I, that's true. It's true. Exactly. That's so. I, Maybe they do. I disagree with you completely, friend. I think there is an Avengers on that um, Earth eight eight fair enough eight nine four. Ah. Um, <laughs> uh, no, on Earth eight nine four, it's an entire different. It's every iteration of Wolverine. That's all it is. Tr- what was it? Truly, just, what was it truly, eight three eight. Yeah. Truly, when I watched that movie, and it's an eight three eight. I was like, oh my god, have they said eight nine four? If they said eight nine four, Louie and I probably would have shit our pants. I would literally shit my pants in the theater. And I would have ripped that to my dad fucking die. I think eight nine four was the paint was the paint multiverse. You know. I would have uh, all right. (laughs) Pause. Pause. That's a great that's a great segue to a talking boy. I don't know we're kinda going all over the place. But one of my things that was I had a sort of problem in that movie is it wasn't the multiverse of madness. It was uh, 616 and then whatever evil, evil Dr. Strange is. You have that moment where they pass through several other very weird, and they're trying to establish that like literally anything that can happen happens. Sure. But they really only spend time in two universes. It's not the multiverse of madness. It's like the duoverse of madness. And I kind of, I was, I don't know. It's fine, but I kind of wanted more. How do you guys think about that? Uh, The movie can't be 10 hours long. So (laughs) you got to make do with what you can. Um, I remember thinking when the movie started, I went, they started this movie halfway through and it's in Spanish, but, but, you know, of course more went, went on, but I was, I was like, <laughs> I've never, I've never like, I've, I, I honestly thought they started the movie halfway through. I was like, it just started, bam, action. Just you've, you've got a great point, Louie. Yeah. They couldn't cover everything. Yeah. Of course. But like spend like five minutes in paint universe. Yeah. I would have loved to see five minutes of paint universe where it goes, how do we eat? Yeah. I mean, which they kind of cover and sort of funny. But then you'd have people just going, that it's that was pointless. Kinda, Why did they spend any time in paint universe? Yeah. So you can't you can't please yeah, everybody. You're right. You're right. Um the main right. the main six one six and the uh, eight three eight were the were the main ones, which of course that's where you spend your time, but you also had at the beginning when they were running from that crazy fruit by the foot monster. I don't know. <laughs> um, that was another universe. They went through all those universes real quick, you know, where he was blocks and there was dinosaurs and paint and blah and that and this and that. Um, they go to that other multiverse or universe, excuse me, where, uh, you get the Sinister Strange with the third eye and the music battle. That's in a different universe. So they covered four or five, you know, mostly in the main two, but they covered a a few of them. I, uh, I wasn't upset with it. I, you know, without the movie, if, if you needed a, a true multiverse, you'd have to have like a, like a 10 episode 
Disney Plus series where they just spend each episode in a different universe, and then that's just what if, and I don't want to watch that. So, in in my opinion, I I think they did a good job with it. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Brian? I agree. I mean, we saw four universes, and we got a glimpse of whatever five or six other ones. So I, I felt like they they made their point. We got the multiverse. Yeah, we got the multiverse. But this is what I think maybe to your point, Jebs, uh, given that it's the multiverse of madness and the way we keep seeing with trailer deception as well as what was going on, especially with the TVA and Loki, which is one of my things I was really surprised there was no reference to the biggest other than uh, what Feige said on like a red carpet interview or something stupid about a lot of the stuff that happened between Loki and Sylvie and he who remains at the end of Loki is the start of all this madness or whatever in Doctor Strange and whatnot. There's no allusion to it, and I don't really think that's true. If you wanted to call it Multiverse of Madness, I think there should have been, there's actually issues where all these multiverses are turning into incursions, or characters are somehow just, like, literally imagine what happened in No Way Home, right? You have the spell, you fucked it up, and now all these people who know Peter Parker as Spider-Man are now just bleeding through to this universe. Well, let's say Strange fucked up when he was trying to actually, like, seal it. Yeah, exactly, who are we talking about? Um, well now all those people are going to different universes which is potentially causing possible incursions so Strange would have to fix it that's what I was thinking would be the actual madness because he literally has to try and fix the entire every single timeline like that's that's insane that's what I thought could have happened but meanwhile they just use Wanda as more of she's a bad person bad lady now and now we need to stop bad lady from doing bad lady things that was my only gripe with the title and everything I think they could have changed it because when I think about it now, Loki is more of a multiverse of madness than Doctor Strange is, but that's what I'm thinking. So, so I get what you're saying. Um, Brian, if you can back me up or correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Doctor Strange going through and fixing incursions like that, uh, that'll probably happen with Clea, and I believe mm-hmm. in the comic books, it's called the Time Runs Out storyline which leads into the secret wars. Yes. So obviously that's yes. where we're headed. Yes, yes, yes. So I think the next time we see Dr. Strange, it'll be trying to fix incursions with Clea and uh, whoever else he's, he's got with him there. Yeah, I, I 100% to. agree with you on that one. Awesome. It's going to happen. That's why I like you. <laughs> so let's dive into that. There's a couple things we want to talk about, like Easter eggs. We'll say that towards the end, but let's actually dive into theories now because of Secret Wars. Um, Ooh, into that's theories. actually something I've been trying to read. I'm trying to read the original uh, Secret Wars comics right now. It's taking me a while, but I'm trying to get through it so I can prepare for this when it eventually happens because it makes the most sense, right? You're bringing literally these different characters. You can actually set up some pretty badass. Like I imagine it's, when we finally get Secret Wars, however they do it, it's going to be like Captain America Civil War times a million because of all the different multiverses you can pull from and so forth. Um, aside from that, one question I have is a little bit of a small theory before we kind of kick it into the higher ones. Um, you know that statue that's in the Illuminati's uh, like fortress or whatever building that uh, ultimately is what kills Captain Marvel? Do you guys know if that was supposed to actually resemble anyone at all? Because I, I, even on second viewing, and I've watched Easter egg videos, and I haven't seen any reference of like who that female warrior could be that they have a statue of. Because imagine if you're going to have a statue of someone in a building like this, it'd have some clear like 
definition of who it could be. So I don't know if you guys have any theories or thoughts on that or if I'm just trying to pull too much because honestly, I thought she kind of looked like Wonder Woman or unless she's trying to be like Fina. Or I, I have no idea. Um, anyone have any thoughts on that statue? Lady Sif. Lady Sif. Bring her back. <laughs> she's in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, I don't know. I I've only seen it the one time until I can get a babysitter here so I can take Hannah to see it. Uh, that's how it will stay. Fair enough. But yeah, I don't know. Well, for the listeners out there, I haven't there, seen anything on the internet. And that's why maybe I'm just, maybe I'm alone in thinking this or it's Mephisto. No, if it was Mephisto, it would have been a giant ass store. Confirmed. That would have been. Obviously it's Mephisto confirmed. Obviously. A stork or a giraffe that we see in every other episode of shows. So uh, I'll open up to the floor guys. Do you have a, uh, any theories at all you want to talk about or share for this movie or potentially where does it take us now? You brought up Secret Wars. Oh, I know Brian does, but I have one I do want to share real quick. Uh, Devin, I did text you about this one. Uh, I can't take credit. I did see it on a TikTok. Um, so Earth 898, 868, whatever, the other one with the Illuminati. You have your Illuminati. You have the smartest man in the world, Reed Richards. You have Captain Marvel. You have uh, the Sorcerer Supreme, Mordo. You have uh, some other people, blah, blah, blah. doesn't matter to what I'm going to say. So we don't have that in our, in our uh, flow of time at 616 that we know of. However, if you watched Shang-Chi in The Legend of the Ten Rings, at the end of the movie... Uh, Wong does his his sling ring and he brings Sean and uh, Katie to uh, this little spot where they're looking at the rings and you have the smartest man in the world uh, Bruce Banner you have the Sorcerer Supreme uh, Wong and you have Captain Marvel Car- Carol Danvers Um starting to look like we do have a little bit of Illuminati going here. Uh, I don't know if that's happenstance or if that's just digging way too deep, but it's a theory that I saw and I liked very much. And I happened to share that with, with Devin, uh, I don't know, like three days ago. Yeah. Yeah. I thought about that. I was like, Ooh, interesting. What do you guys think? You're talking about like are the earth six one six universe. So really Getting good our own theory. Illuminati going, yeah. I like it. And to tie on to that one, if you remember in Infinity War, when there was a earthquake under the water and they wanted to yeah. check that out. Yes. I am so glad you picked I am the so The Submariner is coming to 616. No, you think He's so? Got to be. Wait, don't you think that was the the mention of the stuff that happened in Eternals? No, I, I said that, think- and people thought I was crazy. So thank you for validating my sincerity. No, no, no so, because no, they were frozen. No, Those things were frozen. Absolutely. Namor no. the Submariner is coming, and six one six will have their own Illuminati. I think it makes a lot more sense to make it Submariner in that Endgame reference than Eternals because that's what makes more sense and it's cooler than Eternals. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Eter- Eternals. We're, we're, 
we're talking about Endgame, right? Where where they pop up. Yeah, and Okoya and, mentions uh, Earthquake. Shuri? Yeah. Okoya, thank you. Where she's like, there's an earthquake. And they're like, well, we're dealing with it. By not dealing with it. It's an earthquake, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we deal with it by not dealing with it. The problem is Eternals happens after Endgame. So, like, the earthquake would have been after that earthquake. Well, I think the earthquake was just part of him waking up. I imagine he probably has a little bit of like, you know, kind of just moving around. Kind but of they were all, they were frozen in the ice. ice. The shelters? Yeah, so I, I, I don't know. So Submariner is probably the more likely right. safety That's call. my prediction. That, that's a good one. I have little wings on my feet. <laughs> can, can I throw in one other item that I kind of want to hit mm-hmm. on? And it's and and I think Louis, you're gonna like this. Hit me. The Ralph, the Ralph boner of it all. Oy, 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 oy. We had in WandaVision the Evan Peters Quicksilver. We had all of that stuff. None of that is mentioned in this movie. Which makes me more angry about his appearance in WandaVision. You throw in the multiverse, you throw in the Evan Peters Quicksilver. Louis, any thoughts, any opinion on that? Like the Ralph Boner of it all? It kind of makes me mad that they threw him in there and then they only use him. Well, you know, that that was Agatha all along. She was, yeah, she was, uh, that was her messing, messing with, it? yeah, it was her messing with Wanda. That's so. it. I it's mean, just Agatha. I, oh, yeah, I think, I think that's all it was. I, I mean, really? Yeah. It would be nice to have him as, as Quicksilver considering, uh, our Quicksilver is getting ready to be, uh, Craven. not King the Conqueror, Craven the Hunter. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe he will end up being the Quicksilver somehow. I, or another, I don't think but. so. I, I I think this is just a giant tease. Probably. Just a have fun. We're throwing stuff at you. But it kind of made me mad. We, I mean, we're in the multiverse. Literally anything could happen. And Quicksilver slash Ralph Boner slash Evan Peters doesn't show up. I wasn't a fan. I feel you. I thought I should. I get it. And I I was kind of upset too. And I was like, you know what? I'll let it pass because I think we might get something as a payoff or clarification by the time Dr. Strange rolls around. Clearly that did not happen in a couple assets. Um, But I will say, I feel that they really want to try another clean slate with their X-Men casting to be more careful and you know as these characters and actors and actresses are getting older you got to be conscious of that where how long does their role play in the mcu and our project for you know the next 20 years so they're not doing like multi-picture deals anymore it is a very script by script kind of like deal now for contracts with these uh uh talent and everything but i can imagine like maybe get someone else to be quicksilver i mean granted it's a third time but i mean you know, third time's a charm. We got our third Spider-Man and everyone fucking loves Tom Holland, but they still made a great 
feet of Andrew Garfield and Toby. And you know, everyone has their fan bases dedicated to those various actors. So I think the same can be said for other roles as they recast and everything, especially for X-Men. But um, no matter what, I think what they do, it's going to be criticized to no degree. I mean, anyone who has to take over to be the new Wolverine is going to be struggling to just get acceptance from fans. Wait, wait, we're getting Wolverine. It's going to happen eventually. You bet, you bet your ass we're getting Wolverine. I mean, that I was trying to softball you into that. Oh, we are. <laughs> um, may I bring up another Easter egg that I saw yeah, let's go on Easter in the movie? Now. So, one Easter egg that I noticed while watching the movie and then seeing on like top 10 Easter eggs you missed in Multiverse of Madness. Um, in the first Doctor Strange movie, when uh, Steven is not very uh, good at magic just yet. Caecilius attacks the Sanctum Sanctorum in uh, New York. And Steven's the only one there to defend it. And at one point he pulls out this relic. It's a, like a pot of some sort. And he's like, <laughs> and Caecilius says, you don't know how to use that, do you? And then he like throws it at him or something like that. And, you know, a little throwaway thing. Well, in the music note battle, I believe maybe after the music note battle, Christine comes in and uh, he says, I'm going to use the dark hold. I need you to keep these demons off me, blah, 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 whatever. And she grabs that same pot and like does whatever it's supposed to do. And I think it shines like a light or something. Something. Yeah kind of like that and scares all the uh, the demons off of him and so it's funny that he didn't know how to use it but here she is just like like a pro i don't know if you noticed that but if you watch the movie again and you uh, you know you watch the first one you'll see mm-hmm. that happening yeah she definitely know how to use it and that's one thing that i kind of had a like uh it was too in the nose for me because what she said was like go to hell or go back to hell she basically says line for line with like an evil dead reference and that's why i was like Okay, Raimi, I get it. The dead are evil. What are some other Easter eggs you guys uh, caught through? I know, Brian, I think this is the part you've been itching at for the most. Oh, oh, I've got a great one. Let's turn it over to you, man. (laughs) All right, so this actually came up at the beginning of the movie, and also we got a visual right at the end on the TV that Billy and Tommy were watching. If you notice that TV, um, the first movie they were watching was an original um disney movie way before mickey mouse you know came about but the second movie was snow white and at the beginning of the movie wanda had an apple orchard so this was her transition basically from snow white basically into the evil queen as she's using the apple she is becoming this great sorceress she is you know besting everyone at Comertage, and she even puts herself to sleep in a sense by the dreamwalking and oh it's just a it's a big snow white reference and it was awesome uh it's one of those things Hmm. that goes way over your head unless you watch it a couple times nice yeah and you know even with the whole mirror sequence too there you Mm go yep good catch man good catch there's one that I had is uh, an Easter egg. What was it? It's, it'll come back to me. Um, 
Jabs, did you have any Easter eggs that you wanted to bring up specifically? Honestly, not really. Um, the I didn't really catch anything that I was like, oh, that's very Easter eggy. Mm-hmm. I think they called back to Thanos using the stone against uh, Drax with where everything kind of split apart into ribbons. I thought that was a callback. Where when uh, Strange and America were going oh, through, diced. yeah, 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 and then they split. Yeah, I thought that was a nice callback. How about you, Lou? That was my big one. Was the pot? The pot. Um, yeah, the pot that Christine Palmer uses. I'm sure there's other ones, but I can't think off the top of my head. I've got a uh, army of darkness Easter egg. Um, when Strange puts a spell on Pizza Papa, and I guess it was his other hand, so it would have been his right hand, uh-huh. kind of got possessed and was coming after him. I mean, that was <laughs> army of darkness right there. <laughs> so I I would love to take a minute to take a good that's a good segue to the raininess of this whole movie because Sam Raimi obviously had a huge part in this. He brings Bruce Campbell into like all of his mm-hmm. movies. Right. Um, but what I really liked was when Wanda was stalking them, it was like in a sewer and then it, it, they come up to the door and then Strange America and somebody else were standing there, standing at the door. They're staring at it. And the whole scene is just them staring at the door where Wanda is coming up to murder them. And I loved that moment. Yeah, that whole sequence was good. Because you're like, run away, right? Like, you're... It's kind of like that horror movie moment where you're like, why aren't you running? Why aren't you running? Did did you have that same moment, Devin? I mean, yeah, the, there's that trope, but also it's like, I think there's a human like instinct where you just, you, you can't look away from a car accident, you know? So you kind of want to still see it because there's like a general curiosity that takes over and they want to know like, is it dead? Do we need to double tap? You know, what what's going on? But then she shows up and she's like, surprise! <laughs> Which that was I my jumped. only jump scare the right. entire movie. Yeah. Their the healing kind of did like a few jump scares, which was great. But the other thing that I really did like about it was the Wanda when I don't remember what it was, but she was covered in blood. Like she's just blood, blood, blood. And it was very Stephen King. It was, it Carrie. was very Carrie. It, it was absolutely mm. Carrie. Because she's covered in blood and she's walking out and you're like. That oh, that's terrible. with like all the oil from the, uh, uh, the Ultron sentries, right? Was uh, it while she was attacking the maybe. Illuminati compound? <laughs> I honestly don't remember. There's just that scene where she's walking out in a white shirt. And she has blood running down the entire side of her face. And I went, man, that's 
it's a carrot. Ultimately, and and we haven't really talked about this yet, but this was the first Marvel movie that is honest to God a horror yeah, film. They weren't kidding. It's a horror yeah. film. How do you guys feel about that? I'm actually kind of curious. I think they did a really good job because that's when I think the strongest part of this whole movie is, is the fact that they were able to pull that off. And I, I don't think anyone could have done it as well as Raimi could have. Um, but without it becoming too jump scary, like uh, I forget his name, who does like all the insidious and conjuring movies. Cause then that's just, that's just boring. Um, it was good, but also the fact that they were able to still push the limits. I could see like, mom and pop bringing their little like 10 year old Tommy and Billy to the movie. Like, Oh look, another Avengers superhero movie. They're fun. You love them. Like, Oh my God, I don't know what I just did. Um, if you weren't scared by those jump scares, you're going to be terrified after they seen that ice cream song because God, I still can't sleep. But aside from that, I mean, I, I think the horror was top notch and I'll talk about a little fun game. I have with the guys after this. Um, so my buddy Forrest has watched, all of the Marvel movies with his kids. And he's like, I'm not sure if my kids can go watch this. So he went to go watch it. I'm like, and at the end, I was like, well, what do you think? And he said, well, I think I have to explain to them that this isn't real. (laughs) So we, I mean, it's not he real? really had to set. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> that movies aren't real. That you have to kind of suspend your disbelief. And I'm not sure if I took them. I kind of got to follow up. On yeah, that. let us know. So, Brian, what do you think about all the horror in uh, Raimi vs. Madness? I mean, I loved it. I, I love all his movies, and I am a huge army of darkness and evil dead fanboy. And I was really upset when all those demons were coming out. And I just wanted them to say like the, the jappiest crappy one liners. <laughs> and they didn't, I was, I was upset by that, but it overall, it was good being, what was it? A PG 13 movie. They, they definitely took it as far as they could. It could have been darker, but I think with the fact that, I mean, everyone basically died, it, it proved its point. How about you, Lou? I don't like horror movies. I didn't think this was a horror movie. Honestly, like when they, when they were talking about horror, it was going to be a horror movie. I was like, Oh, I don't want to see this. You know, I don't like scary. Like, like movies that you watch around Halloween, you know, I don't like the slashers or yeah. suspense movies or, you know, I don't, I don't even watch Jordan Peele movies as much as they look good. I don't, I just, I don't like the, the heightened anxiety, you know, I'm, I'm not watching a movie to be anxious the whole time. And I wasn't anxious watching this movie. I didn't think of it as a horror movie. Granted, I'm not a, a huge Sam Raimi guy. If, if you say Sam Raimi to me, the first thing I think of is Spider-Man where most people are going to say evil dead ash versus evil dead so on and so forth to the point where i didn't know mr pizza papa i didn't know who that was and then after the movie ended you said uh i bet you he's still going to be punching himself in the face or whatever and i was like oh yeah that that makes perfect sense and then that's what it was and i was like oh awesome and then afterwards 
uh, we were driving, I was driving Richard home and he says, oh yeah, the Bruce Campbell thing. And I said, I don't know who Bruce Campbell is, friend. And he's like, <laughs> how do you not know who that is? And I was like, I'm sorry. I don't know who that is. And then going back, he was in, he was like the, the gatekeeper for the theater and Spider-Man or something. But I'm going off track. I didn't think of it as, as a horror movie. There were a few like jump scares that I didn't even jump for. Like the whole theater that we were in was, you know, and I was just like, I, I mean, I don't know. I just kind of expected most of the stuff that people jumped for to happen. You know, when you get the eerie stuff and, 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 uh, Patrick Stewart standing, which always looks weird to me. And he's like, he's like 110 pounds sopping wet in his skin tight black shirt. And you're just like, yeah, obviously something's going to happen here. And then, and then she, snaps his neck and you're like oh yeah and then, but everybody else is like oh my god or she goes to the uh to the temple and the big giant monsters come out and everybody you know that was another jump scare but i i just you know if you're on a big eerie weird evil tower aren't you expecting big giant monsters at some point so when i think of horror i'm thinking of like michael myers or you know, the, the classics, you know, Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees. Yeah. The slashers or even, or yeah. Or even like, uh, the, the saw franchise, the paranormal activity is terrible as that shit is those movies or, you know, like the ones that come out, you know, October 19th in theaters and people are losing their minds for these horror, horror movies. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't take my kids to see it, but they're two in seven months. But, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I wouldn't take them to see Captain America. Henry, you'd just be like, I want to watch something else. Turn on Go Diego Go. And I'd be like, shut your mouth. Captain America's on screen. But <laughs> that's that's how I felt as far as horror goes. I was nervous because they kept calling it the first horror movie in the MCU. But I didn't I didn't watch it and go, oh yeah, that was a horror movie. I watched that and said, Oh, that was an MCU movie. Perfect. I love MCU movies. Sorry. Interesting. Go ahead, Mr. Jabs. How did you guys feel about the Illuminati versus Scarlet Witch? Brian, what do you think? I was very upset. Because oh. with a whisper. Really? Black Bolt could have just ended that. And there was no need for Reed Richards to even say, you know, with one whisper of his voice, he will, you know, kill you. That was pointless. Confidence, he could baby. Have just Confidence. Looked at Black Bolt there and it could have been done. Yeah. So then is Black Bolt technically the strongest, like, hero? He is the, well, the strongest inhuman. Because he can just kind of end anybody by just going, hello. <laughs> A, a just, yeah, just a whisper can destroy <laughs> yeah. a planet. Yeah. Careless um, whisper, man. I, I wouldn't change a thing. Everybody's really upset about the Illuminati just getting murked by Wanda. And and like you said, I've seen the picture on Facebook a billion times where it's just like it's it's uh Reed and he's like, Hey, Black Bolt's gonna tell you how to get your kids. Go ahead. <laughs> tell her, Black Bolt. <laughs> and that's all he really needed to say. You know? <laughs> So now that's how it should have ended. Yeah, yeah. And that's then funny. and then it says directed by Sam Raimi right underneath it. But you know, you got to like really show that Wanda's a big a big fucking deal and a big scary deal. So she uh 
you know, they're like, oh, we're not worried about her. We're the freaking Illuminati. We're going to smush her. You know, we're not, we're not worried about some, some dreamwalking witch. And then she comes in and she just wrecks everybody. My, the love of my life, besides my wife upstairs, the love of my life got a shield thrown through her abdomen and it made me cry tears. It, not really, but, but I was, yeah, I would have, I wouldn't have changed it. I have a question and maybe we talked about it. I'm not sure. Have we reached peak fan service? Like Haley Atwell doing the Captain Carter. She's going to be oh. back too. I don't, I don't think that that's fan well, service. Like, you don't think so? No, I don't think the, the Halo all as Captain Carter. I don't think that's fan service. The the Halo all delivering the line. I can do this all day. The Professor X. The John Krasinski. There was a. It felt like there was so much fan service. Well, Haley Atwell has been playing just, Peggy Carter since since 2010, 2009. Agreed. But who's but been like, asking for her people, to be holding the shield as Captain Carter since she was on film? That's my thing. I, yeah. it, if it wasn't for what it, if, I don't think anyone would no be talking I've about. Seen. Let's get Haley Atwell up there. Yeah, that's okay, why I feel like fair. that is a little bit different. That's Where that's fair. good, though, because... They took it from an animated medium and they're like, hey, this is who she is. This is the what if. Okay, she's kind of cool. And then they brought her in and it made sense. So I was like, okay, this is like, I wouldn't call it fanservice. I think that's good execution. Um, but Krasinski, Professor X, but that, they also that is totally did zombie. They also did zombie. Is it? Well, that's zombie Marvel. The, the zombie, yeah, zombies are overplayed. That's a little fan servicey, but that yeah, I, I'd never want to see zombies that, that ever s- again in my life. But <laughs> I'm that, tired of zombies. But that made sense in the story as well. You know, he had to dreamwalk on his planet, or excuse me, his universe, and the only way that he could have done that was with a a dead strange that they brought in. So that you know. Maybe he didn't have to be a zombie per se, but it made more sense for him to be a zombie than to just come back to life as as the Doctor Strange on Earth 616. It was a different take. All right, Devin. How do you feel about moving on to ranking? Yeah, I want to do a ranking, but before we do that, this is the last thing. I know we were running a little late. Um, this movie is PG-13. So that means you get, as far as I know, you get one F-bomb in this movie. So... Yes. I want to ask you yes. guys, and I want I want to do one because we could do this all night. Um, if you could think of one, I have one. Um, where would you insert your one f bomb in this movie? In in Doctor yeah, Strange. In Doctor Strange. In in this. Where would you put that f bomb? Oh boy! Oh, that's an so easy one. It would have. Oh boy! So Brian, what for, you got for me? Oh, go ahead, Brian. It would have been Black Bolt saying. Fuck you, Wanda. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been perfect. God damn that, that is a good pick. Nice. Yeah. For me, it would have been when the kids were singing the song. Just, <laughs> if you shut the fuck up, I'll get you some ice cream or so- something like that. Obviously not, but 
would when funny. Wanda's like, how about you both sing or whatever the fuck it is? Like that would have been funny too. <laughs> I'm going oh, just, to take the fucking, fucking trash out. <laughs> just, just, just fucking go. Oh man. Um, maybe like when when Captain Carter got cut in half, she she, she let out like a like an, oh fuck, like we really <laughs> fucked up. Something like like uh, while Wanda was running roughshod on the whole uh, on the whole Illuminati, if somebody was just like oh fuck, you know, something crazy like that, or I mean, it doesn't make sense for any of the characters that we saw to drop an f bomb, but yeah. You would need a Wolverine or a Deadpool to do that, but we didn't get those characters, thankfully. So I got another one, uh, more on the serious side. When her and Strange, uh, when Wanda and Strange are consulting before the big battle at the uh, Cosmetage, um, did I say that right? Cosmetage? I always forget. Um, Comertage. Comertage. Thank you. When they're talking, and he's like, blah, 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 blah. she's like, this is me being fucking reasonable that would have been like oh chills okay <laughs> i'm scared that would have that would have been good another one too i was gonna say when uh she's trying to like see who she can like like mind she can penetrate to like bring down the defenses when they have that one guy i think his name in like the credits is like uh scared whatever or i don't know it's a funny name with the that character uh when she goes run i think it'd be funny like Run, motherfucker. <laughs> Fucking run. <laughs> that would be great. You got it, Louis. <laughs> um, at the beginning of the movie, they're at Christine's wedding. And Strange is sitting there, and then some guy comes and sits down next to him. And it took me a minute to figure out who it was. It was the doctor. Nicodemus the West. Surgeon fr- f- yes, from the first movie. I didn't know who that was. But I think it would have been good if, like, during the wedding, you know, they're standing on the balcony or whatever. And then the big uh, one-eyed monster, uh, no relation. Um, yeah, sure. That guy that guy comes, strange, like dives off the side of the building. His cape comes on and everything. And I think Dr. West was standing there. He's just like, fuck that guy. <laughs> Something like that. I think that would have been funny, you know, just, a, you know, not, a, not a, as serious as yours, but I think that would have been in his character like he just hates not hates but he's just so jealous of dr strange and dr strange just treats him like dog shit and he just fuck him look you know i had a thought but the reality of the matter is that samuel l jackson Mm -hmm. exists in the marvel universe if samuel l jackson is not the first 100 agree to deliver an f-bomb in the marvel universe i think you said this in last episode that's what mike said last episode with mark yeah mike i think mark mike said it 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 has to be him and scroll shield whatever it has to be him it has to be this for mama minutes you have done a lot with the comics, right? So how does this all align? It's really a different story. What this would take us to would be the House of M. And we're going to have to save that for when it comes out. 
Fingers crossed, baby. It will. Well, we had that when they were going through the different dimensions and the the face splitting into squares. I mean, that's the the cover mm-hmm. of the House of M. So yeah. it will happen. And that's you know, I thought we get House of M at in Wandavision. We didn't. Thought we get House of M ending in Multiverse of Madness. We didn't. Which, okay. So third time, if it doesn't, then I'm gonna be like, all right, Foggy, let's talk. You have all the you have all the players. You have all the the toys. You have all the tools. So, uh, Louis, do you have anything to add to that point before we go into our uh, overall rankings where this movie lands? Wanda was, uh, yeah, she was badass. She's going to be ranked so high next mu- next March. Um, yeah, she kicked ass. She was like, when we were, I keep coming back to this damn tournament. Like when we were doing the tournament, I remember Richard being like. I get that Wanda's strong and that she's strong in the comic books, but I feel like aside from what she was doing to Thanos in Endgame, where she says, I don't even, or she says, you will, and then just starts like wrecking his ass. She hasn't done much in the MCU. You know, she does a little bit in WandaVision at the end with Agatha Harkness. But after that movie, I said, so you, uh, you think Wanda's pretty strong now? And he goes, uh, yeah, yeah, she's pretty, <laughs> she's pretty OP up there. You know, he yeah. says, I still think Thor wrecks her. And I said, I, I, I agree, but I don't want to talk about that right now. Um, that's a whole different discussion, but yes, yes, yes. Mr. Marvel. Yes. Um, yeah. Wanda was, yeah, she's incredible. She's a sight to behold. Wanda is insane. She went. She's come a long way. Just even, even speaking on Elizabeth Ol- Olsen. I don't know. Why I keep messing up her name. Um, she's come a long way since Age of Ultron. What was Wanda's first movie? It wasn't Age of Ultron. Post credit scene of which post credit scene was it? It was a post credit scene in either Winter Soldier or I think I'm wrong. Maybe it was. I feel like it almost had to be Winter Soldier. I thought it was Winter Soldier. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Did someone else? Po- someone I want to say post credit scene for Avengers. Was it Avengers? No, that doesn't seem right. The post credit no. scene for Avengers was Thanos. Yes, yeah, Thanos, Thanos. Oh yeah, it's Thanos in the in Shorma scene. Post credit, uh, the Winter Soldier. Yeah, Winter Soldier. Yeah. Uncredited Wanda Maximoff. So that's twenty fourteen. It's almost ten years. Time flies when you're having fun. That's when she spoke Russian. Yeah, back when she had an accent. All right, Dev, let's wrap this up, buddy. All right, guys. Bring us into the home stretch. So before we go, I just want to see, uh, where does Multiverse of Madness fall within your rankings? Is it high? Is it low? Do you have a specific number? Where is it at? Maybe, Jabs, first with you, where does this movie sit with your rankings? Mid. Mid Mid high. high, maybe. It, it falls in like a seven, five, eight ranking. I loved it. I enjoyed it. I had fun with it. I had a lot of problems mm-hmm. with it. Mr. Marvel, how about you? Well, you guys are going to really hate me, but it is going into my top five worst Marvel movies. <laughs> Whoa! Wow. Top five worst? worst? 
So let's hear this top five. Really? Context. Let's see what's what you a, got. It's a bottom five, really. What's the bottom sure. five here? <laughs> uh, well, we know um, Logan, the 2015 Fantastic Four, um, mm-hmm. now Doctor oh, you're Strange. All the Marvel movies. <laughs> in the multiverse. Wow. You think he was that Madness. bad, huh? Oh, very bad. Um, Eternals. You didn't like Logan? I really didn't. I didn't. <laughs> Go check Eternals? out Mr. Marvel on uh, Moon Knight to learn more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eternals is down there. Thor the Dark World. Yep. That's definitely one. Yeah, that's terrible. I like <sighs> that I'll say it. I like Thor the Dark World. I like but the Loki we know moments you like a lot. Thor the Dark World. I would like uh, the Incredible Hulk on that list. And, and those yeah. would be my oh, five. The, the Ang Lee. The Ang Lee one. The mm-hmm. Ang Lee Incredible Hulk. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, the Edward yeah. Norton one. Norton one. He rips a car good. in half and yes. uses them as boxing gloves. It was awesome. I mean, it, it I did give us abomination. True. So there's that. True. There you go. And he's coming back. We're getting abomination. <laughs> yeah, but we, but we actually, but we actually are. But yeah, we actually are, and have them. Uh, Louis, how about you? Where's this movie sit? So I'm looking at where we did our rankings, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to place it, and I'm thinking. <sighs> Thinking I'm going the exact opposite of my good friend Brian here. And it's just on the cusp of the top 10 for me. Wow. So at 11, at 11, I had Homecoming. At 12, I had Ant-Man. At 13, I had Black Widow. I'd stick it right, right in there somewhere. I think it was better than Guardians no 2. Way. Really? I do. I think it was better than Guardians 2. But granted, I've, I saw it one time. And I was pumped to see it. So I saw it and I thought it was really good. When I saw it, I, I've only seen Venom Let There Be Carnage to one time, but looking back, it wasn't as good. This movie I still feel like was still pretty good. Maybe on a second watch or you know, third, fourth, fifth, when it finally hits Disney Plus, watch. It might go down a little bit, but I'd I'd say top fifteen for sure. Granted, you know, twenty eight movies now but i i i thoroughly enjoyed it i did that's fair i think i'm gonna throw this around like mid 15s low 20s for me um i was looking at like is it higher than this higher than that like would i rather watch civil war or would i rather watch this i'd rather watch civil war and then it's kind of going down the list there so i think anywhere from like 17 to like 23 is where i'd put it um I lost your we'll list, see. Devin, but I still have mine. Yeah, that's it's for me, but it, it's not going to break my top 10. Uh, I was hoping it would, to be honest, but I still think it's a good installment. It's it's an important installment in the MCU for what it was able to accomplish and be diverse of, because I think it's still the most unique uh, MCU film to date. But which I'll just, uh, before we tie here, I'll just end up, my guitarist, my band, Jeff, he said it's the best MCU film ever. He was blown Wait, away. He gave what? it a 10 out Yeah, this Jeff gave one? it a 10 out of 10, said it's the best MCU film. And I want to see what he says after he sees I, it again. I'm going to text him. Yep, he thinks it's the number one. Right now. So that is the most unique take I've heard. And we'll leave you on that one uh, as we end this roundtable discussion. So uh, for those of you who stuck around, hope you guys enjoyed this call and this uh, conversation. 
Um, make sure you like and share and let us know what you thought about the movie. You can email us at earthy94podcast at gmail.com as well as on all the socials. You can find us everywhere pretty much or even just go to our website where we have a nice contact form. You can send us all types of feedback and fun stuff which is uh, www.earth894podcast.com. Just look in the show notes. You'll find all the awesome creds. Um, before I go, I just want to thank everyone who is on here from Louie to Jabs to Mr. Marvel, Brian himself. Thank you all so much for jumping into this uh, roundtable of madness. It was great. Uh, tons and tons of just great discussion all around this movie uh, was able to produce. So thank you all for taking time out of your night for one of our longest episodes yet, but there was a lot to cover and a lot to talk about. Awesome, guys. So uh, any last thoughts before we end the episode? Thor Love and Thunder, July. Thor Love and Thunder, July <laughs> Let's 8th. Let's go. Let's go. Krasinski as Mr. Freaking Fantastic. Let's go. Awesome. We'll, uh, we'll come back again in, uh, when Thor comes out. We're getting Wolverine! <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a catchphrase, Louie. I think everyone loves to say it. Like, if you're on the show, you got to give us a Wolverine tag. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Well, thank you all for listening so much to Earth Day 94. Crux's be tripping, man. <laughs>